Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte technology careers at Deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. Hey, Daddy. You fight with my body. This a dollar beat. Boxingvoice.com, Boxingvoice.com, Cheap! Good morning, good morning, we're halfway through the week, this is hump day, but, you know, we're fighters in our own right, and uh, we're going to keep this thing moving, Wednesday morning, shout out to everybody on their way to work, if you're on your way back from work, the night shift, more props to you, and um, if you're just staying at home, taking care of the kids, schooling, or just uh, have a day off and you're tuning in with us. Uh, thank you for tuning in, Champy. And uh, shout out to the live chat, of course. Uh, Intrigue. And the rest of the crew. Chick, Sicarelli, Rule 504. And the man's in them, Adrian Sosa. This is the uh, first of the warriors in the morning. Yeah, Andres. Do you sound muffled? I don't know. I'm going to try to see if I can fix it. You know, I don't want to talk too loud into the mic. Because obviously, I don't want to be blowing up anybody's uh, ears on the sound. So, uh, I guess you can just uh, bear with me. Let me know if uh, anything sounds better or worse. Uh, you know, uh, purchase some upgrades. Sounds rough, huh? Well, let me know what exactly rough sounds like. Uh, because... Obviously, uh, I do not have anyone to do a sound check with, so uh, if I do sound a little rough, let me know. It's not my intent to sound, uh, sounds muffled and rough. Wow, that's pretty bad. Um, been trying to figure this out. I think I just need some upgrades. It's been a long time uh, that I haven't been able to uh, upgrade anything, but um. Uh, Let's go, champ. It says no, no West flies. One says his muffled sound. Damn, man. Am I gonna have to um, sort it? Do me that is better. All right, I tried to tweak it a little bit. <laughs> Big fish, Vega, you wildin'. 
Um, I tweaked it a little bit, so hopefully it's a little bit better. Again, um, had to make some upgrades. You know, me taking over the ship wasn't planned, so, you know, just bear with me. I'm going to try to talk as, uh, you know, as uh, baseline as possible, you know, because I know that sometimes with these, you know, mics, it's not as... Uh, it's not as uh, easy as said than done. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, good morning. I know I'm probably starting you guys off this morning with, uh, you know, <laughs> a topic that you might not want. But uh, you know how we're doing it. You know, we go we go from one topic to another. And, uh, you know, we could talk about a few things. We could talk about Keith Thurman. I know he was on Fight Hub. And uh, he had an interesting interview with uh, Marcus Villegas. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's giving you insights. I mean, I don't know if you saw him in that interview, but, uh, you know, he's looking in shape. Um, he wasn't super impressed or scared <laughs> by what Crawford had done to Porter. Uh, gave him props, but, um, you know, he made it so that, you know, you knew that he wasn't super impressed by it. And that he still got a lot of... Uh, do me that might gain all the way up. All right, let me um let me let me simmer down, champ. I mean it's in the midpoint right now, so hopefully I did something for you guys with the midpoint. Um, I guess I'll 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 fall back a little bit with the mic, but let me know. Maybe don't speak too close to the mic. I'll help out. Um, yeah. So <laughs> we're talking Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley. You know, I was at this event, and uh, I couldn't talk enough about it. You know, on site, it was a, it was, it was, a, it was an event. It was a, it was a place to be. It was a place that, it was an event that you could talk about afterwards. It had so much going on, and um, now we're sitting here, uh, post fight, maybe a week or two or something like that, right? And uh, Jake Paul is being reported. Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley. Two flopped. Hey, what happened, right? I gotta give you that. Like sixty-five thousand. Hey, what happened? Sean Ferguson, Adrian Sosa, Big Fish, Vega. Let's go, champ. All right, man. I I, I took care of the sound. You know, could always count on the TBV fan, man. Help me out. And uh, um, we're talking about Tyrone Woodley, Jake Paul too, and uh. We're talking these numbers, 65,000 pay-per-view buys, and uh, I think it bring, bring in uh, about $3 million and some change in, uh, in American dollars. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you can account the pay-per-view buys to, uh, you know, obviously the last switch of opponent. Um, you know, we're, we, we give guys that, that, that leeway, you know, that wiggle room. And... Uh, I don't know. Can, can we give it to Jake? I mean, he had a guy come in last minute, two weeks before his actual opponent, you know, and um, I, things like this can des definitely disrupt buys. It's just that I don't know if 65,000 pay-per-view buys is it. Um, I don't know if these uh, numbers are super solid. It's surprising to me, you know. It's surprising to me that it only did 65,000 pay-per-view buys. Now, um, it's got to be more numbers coming in, no? How, how I, I just, I, I don't know. For the life of me, I just don't know how it only did 65,000 pay-per-view buys. 
Um, the event on site was ridiculous. Just back off the mic a little, UK Rob says. All right, champ. My mic must be on, on fire today. Usually I got to be all up in it, but I'll go ahead and uh, step back a little bit. And uh, some of you some of you are not surprised. I mean, why? Why would you say that? You know? I'm pretty sure that he he uh, he did more buys in this. I don't know why the numbers are being covered. I don't know if there's streaming numbers coming in. Uh, you know, it, it's it's just uh, sixty five thousand to me is, is very low. And what are good numbers? Shit, man, get into the six digits at least. Fuck, a hundred thousand pay per view buys. Something that's gonna uh, you know. Look good on paper. Sixty-five thousand does not look good, especially for all. Excuse me, especially for all the talk. You know, Jake Paul uh, has been on. Uh, he's been on a, on a tear, saying he's the number one guy. To, he's he's the guy that gets you know knocks the guys out. I'm getting paid. Uh, you know, numbers this, numbers that. Uh, let's 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 agree on what are some good numbers, so we can kind of get a gauge on this. Cause you know, for the most part, shout out to the Skipperoni who's still not around. Uh, he loves talking his uh, business side of boxing. You know me, I'm more technical in the ring sort of thing. But uh, I've learned a bunch with this business, and um, let's just check out to see how well we did. Or how well Jake Paul did with his pay-per-view buys um, in the first fight, right? In the first fight with uh, Tyron Woodley. And then we could kind of get a gauge on it. Um, Jake Paul's fight with Tyron Woodley is said to have made just under uh, 500,000 pounds or 500,000 pay-per-view buys. A figure that is significantly lower than what the former claimed it was. So if I'm not mistaken, uh, we're looking back at Tyrone Woodley, Jake Paul one, and uh, their best estimating sources uh, said they did around 480k to 500k buys, and some believe it was a little lower than that. But you you get in the figure like if it was a little lower than that, you're still looking. Let's say we, we're looking at four hundred thousand buys, even three hundred thousand. Like this is a major, major flop. If it's sixty-five thousand pay-per-view buys, I don't. Progressive presents Married to Your Home. I'm disgusting. Oh, house, don't say that. You could live someplace so much better than me. That's not true. Oh yeah? Look at these uneven stairs. Gross. House, you know I don't care. Ugh, and the squeaky door hinge. I think it's cute. No matter how much you already love your house, you'll love it more knowing you could save big bundling your home and auto with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. I don't know how you uh, how you how you walk around that number. Uh, that's a lot of buys in in their first bout, and it just it just sunk down. And it's to me it's strange again because. I uh, I was present there at the actual event. It seemed like, you know, bigger than life type of event. It would have, you know, garnered more buys. Uh, 65,000? Holy moly. What are we looking at here, Jake? <laughs> you 
You know, are people starting to get a bit disinterested? Is that what's going on? Are people starting to kind of like pull back? And when I mean people, I mean, I would assume it would be the uh, hardcore boxing fans, right? I mean, I don't know if the TikTokers and and all the influencers are, you know, are getting up uh, to watch boxing every morning or not even just every morning. But I, I don't know. I don't know how many how many hardcore fans are in that pool that can, uh, you know, keep this thing going besides the actual hardcore group and the real boxing fans, right? 65,000 buys. I don't think too many people are happy with that right now. Uh, I mean, Showtime. I could imagine the conversations going on right now. But let's get to some of these super chats, right? Because it is TBV, the voice of the people. Big Fish Vega up in the morning says, uh, U.S. fans are speaking. No more crappy pay-per-views. Well, damn. Hey, what happened? I mean, are they that crappy? I mean, you know, they're a form of entertainment. But I think I think what might be happening is that the, uh, the people are probably just wising up, you know. And... Uh, as they see Jake Paul knocking guys out, they want him to obviously, you know, increase his level of competition and, uh, you know, kind of interest the hardcores a little bit more, right? Because, I mean, I don't want to see, you you know, knocking guys out that I know you can knock out or, you know, champions in, in other sports. And, uh, you know, Akin Barak, Chris Mannix, and Sergio where uh, I saw a short clip of them arguing the fact that, you know, would, would Jake Paul really, you know, uh, would, 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 you, would you okay him fighting a real boxer, but if the boxer was like, you know, a journeyman or something like that, like, you know, some guy that's like 13 and 30, <laughs> you know, would you, would you give him the pass? You know, would you give him a pass as he's actually fighting um, an actual boxer? And... He made a good point because at the same time that I can give you the pass that you're fighting a real boxer, um, at the same time, I got to take it with a grain of salt because the level of competition that you're fighting, whatever boxer it may be as a journeyman, is going to matter to the people. Like, you can't, you can't trick the people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Boxing fans are, are intelligent, man. They know what's going on. They know if you're trying to throw in somebody in there, it's really going to be a walkthrough for you, just so you can say you fought a boxer. Yeah, you know, it, it's not it's not going to fly pretty well with uh with the, with the with the people. So uh, shout out to the producer. Shout out to the producer. He uh, sent me some info right now with um, a couple of uh, sources. Uh, let's start with one from my man Jake Donovan. Says, uh, hey, not the face. It definitely didn't bomb. Same pattern that you mentioned for his previous fights will hold true here. The pay-per-view rematch was roughly 20 to 25% drop from first fight, but still well above the profit margin, all told. We'll land six or so on the year's top-selling boxing pay-per-views. So you start to peel back a little bit some of these layers and... Uh, it, 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 I know I knew that number sounded a little bogus. Sixty-five thousand pay-per-view buys. Holy moly! That you know it didn't reflect on site. I'll tell you that on site it was freaking. It was a show. It's a big show. 
the Axiom. Good morning, Champy. He's on the Super Chat, and he says, uh, Espinoza going to get fired in 2022. <laughs> Holy moly, man. Shout out to Espinoza. Um, I don't know if my man's getting fired. Hey, what happened? You know what I'm saying? I don't think it happens. Nope. But um, definitely uh, uh, something to look at. I know I know if those numbers are real, I know, I know my man Espinoza's like, okay. Maybe we got to pivot here. This shit's not starting not to work out. Uh, but these sources are saying otherwise. Um, I go into Elbert Galarga, another source. Uh, producer feels like, uh, you know, these are solid, so I'm going to go with him. I'm rolling with him on this one. He says, Jake Paul did 375 to 400K buys, according to Jake. Those 65,000 reports seem way too low. But I did expect to do lower than the first fight. It was a boring fight. Okay. Yeah, I knew it. Uh, yeah, I know that. A little too low, 65000 bro. And Jake Dobbin goes on to say the figure is accurate. About a 5 to 1 ratio between digital and non-digital buys. Which is to be expected for Jake Paul fan base. Okay, so maybe more digitals, right? That's what happened. Five to one ratio between digital, so they're they're showing just a small number of uh, of what was bought on non-digital buys, I, I guess. So uh, you know that sixty-five thousand is probably just the beginning, man. You know, I knew, I knew, I knew it was too low. This guy's, this guy, I mean, this guy's, this guy's throwing me like super shows, man, on site, like it's crazy. I knew sixty five thousand might have been too 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 low, and uh, I mean we'll wait and see. You know, as of late, it's been kind of it's been kind of sticky. I don't know if that's the right word. Trying to get these numbers out from these fighters. Uh, we're talking about tanks numbers and what those numbers are looking like, and you know you got Espinosa saying that you know, sometimes not all information is divulged to the public, and not all business uh, should be put out to the public. I don't know what that means. I really don't. Uh, Big Fish Vega says uh, on the return, super chat, cheap. so many pay-per-views, especially in the fourth quarter. During holiday season, boxing business is hurting itself with too many networks, streets, quote-unquote, and now pay-per-views. You know, boxing's been on a, on a pivot for, for at least two to three years at the minimum. Um there was a time where we were saying that pay-per-views were, were dead, you know. Pay-per-views were the the old model. But uh, pay-per-views are still around. <laughs> People are still buying the pay-per-views. Networks, what are you going to do? Networks are always going to be there. There's always going to be a, another street you can go play ball in. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's move on to the next super chat. And it's your man's Big Fish Vega. He says, a successful pay-per-view is based off how much is spent. Why? Go some boxing economics for you this morning. The Axiom on a return. He says, uh, prediction. Showtime will leave boxing just like HBO did to concentrate on TV series and app-exclusive content. Boxing is dead on premium cable wow look at this guy 
Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so, champ. That'll be nuts. I don't. I don't think that goes anywhere. Showtime has a big boxing program, man. They got that calendar already uh, full, probably. You know. I don't know if they uh, if they get out of business. I don't know if they leave that alone. I don't think. I mean, what does Showtime have anyway? I mean, HBO had Games of Thrones. Had a few other ones. You know, you know, GOT st- sticks out. But, um, yeah, man, 65,000 pay-per-view buys. You're tuning in this morning. We're talking boxing. And uh, we're talking Jake Paul, Tyron Willie numbers. 65,000 pay-per-view buys. Did it flop? Is it early numbers? Is it only digital? I'm thinking uh, it's non-digital buys, excuse me. And uh, they haven't shown the full numbers yet. And, obviously, Jake Paul has his own fan base. So we got to take this with a grain of salt. Other than that, uh, <laughs> you know, before we slip out of the Jake Paul topic, um, Jake Paul was definitely, um, he was, uh, I guess he was getting trolled by Dana White. There was a source on IG, got Dana quoting, uh, I got a challenge for you, Jake Paul. This guy keeps saying that I'm a cokehead, right? And this is uh, Dana White talking. He can randomly cocaine test me for the next 10 years. If I can randomly steroid test him for the next two. Oh! Got jabs being thrown by your man's Dana. Oh! It's horrible. What are you going to do? Now, you know... Now got Dana White saying that Jake Paul uh, is on steroids. I don't know what it is with these two guys. I think actually Dana would, could actually probably take him. I don't know. Dana's pretty big, and he's been around fighting for a long time. So, nah, Dana White. I don't think he. he <laughs> I don't think he gets in there. But it's fun. It's fun to watch these two go back and forth. Um, you know. Steroid or not, you know, I don't know. I don't know how you, <laughs> I don't know how you uh, vada test your man's in them. Uh, pretty sure that that Jake gets tested, or maybe I'm not sure shit, and I gotta find out. But yeah, that's Dana White throwing some uh, some low blows at Jake Paul. But um, we could get into the Keith Thurman topic, man. Keith Thurman's been a uh, vocal. He's definitely be uh, it deserved the flop. King Keo, damn. You waking up real mean this morning. Let's go champ. The earth, suavemente. You don't know nothing about that. Maybe you do. Now, um, let's talk about Keith Thurman. Keith, uh, like I said, uh, he wasn't uh, taken back by uh, what Crawford had recently done. Obviously. Um, you know, fighters are going to say what they're going to say. Keith Thurman's always been a competitive fighter. So, uh, he's, uh, you know, he feels like he could get in there. He could get in there with Crawford or any of the top guys. He's looking in shape too, man. Shout out to Intrigue. I know, I know, I know you watching him. Right now, the, uh, Keith Thurman's looking in shape. He's looking healthy. Uh, 
You sounded like a cokehead with this audio. Damn. The Keji. I thought I had fixed it, brother. I do got a, I do got a little... Uh, yeah, it's probably what it is. I'm a little stuffed up, just so y'all know. I don't know where it came from. It just happened right now. I don't know if it was the heat that was too high in my house. Uh, as you can see, I just popped some windows open. Got the North Face on. But let me know if the, um, if the audio is terrible, man. Uh, you know, I got to get some new equipment. Uh, call them the skip skipped out <laughs> all right so uh let's get to some more of these super chats man um damn big fish vega you know i don't got the bell but i'm gonna hit you with the uh super combo breaker ultra combo ultra combo big fish vega in the building hits me with the super chat you the man champy boxing media is full of haters when they personally do not like someone, they push narratives and make nonsense up. Know where your info is coming from. Yeah, that is true. It's a bunch of haters. But, I mean, there's a bunch of people reporting on this stuff. And, uh, I mean, as it would be, you know, you hear 65,000 pay-per-view buys, you know, it's going to hit the front page, so to speak. Um, whether or not it's true... Whether or not these are just non-digital buys, we don't we don't know just quite yet. But that's what seems to be the uh, the point that these are not all the buys. These are you know not the digital. These are not the buys that the fan base that Jake Paul has bought. Damn big fish, call you cheap for your information. This is big fish on the super chat. For your information, Keith Thurman is not a Hall of Famer. Hashtag Big Fish. Well, damn. I'm assuming that uh, your team, uh, Earl Spence, <laughs> chilling at the ranch, said, I got, Doomy got a Colombian cold. Steven in the UK, what the hell does a, a Colombian cold look like? What the? <laughs> said, I got the Colombian cold. Majid, shout out to you, champ. Yeah, yeah, definitely got to watch out for Kobe, man. Um, I don't think it's uh, it's any of that. Uh, I feel good. It's just uh, it's just a dry air. Something might have messed me up. I, I, I was fine. But uh, bear with me if I sound like uh, I got the boogies, all right? No disrespect to the sound waves. Uh, yeah, so Thurman, you got my man Thurman coming in right now and uh, speaking his peace and he's out there talking his talk i can't wait to see him inside there with mario barrios i mean um you know few of you think that you know this would be a very competitive fight not that i don't think it um i just feel that right now uh keith thurman seems to be in a very good place and um i'm gonna give him the uh uh I'm going to give him the, uh, I'm going to give him my scepter, so to speak. <laughs> I feel like he'll conquer this fight. Uh, Barrios, obviously, you know, he'll be in a better position as far as weight goes um, to make sure that he gives his best performance. So it'll be a pretty decent uh, card, too. It's on, um, obviously, it's on live. It's live on Fox pay-per-view. How do you guys feel about paying for that one? It's Fox pay-per-view. Thurman versus Barrios, and you get, uh, you know, Santa Cruz versus Carabajal. 
We haven't seen Santa Cruz uh, in a little bit, so it'd be fun to see him in there. Terremoto against uh, Keenan Bedo Carbajal. That'll be a 10-round fighter. And uh, we got, uh, I think, uh, former two-division champion Luis Pantera Neri. He'll be battling uh, unbeaten Carlos Castro in a 10-round super bantamweight fight. So uh, the card's uh, it's a decent card. And um, I think it'll be a fun night. I just, you know, this is a big deal for, for Thurman, man. I mean, for everybody out there that supports, you know, our, our friend Keith Thurman, it's a big deal. We don't want no Jose Cito Lopez uh, situations happening, you know, when he comes back and he looks, you know, not so great. Or you got a guy like Jose Cito Lopez that makes it look like he's not so great. Oh, Stephen in the UK says, what is Colombia famous for, Doomy? Huh, I don't know, coffee, you know, you know, agricultural exports. I don't know what you're talking about, champ. I don't have the Colombian code. <laughs> oh, snap. Yo, it's, uh, yeah, listen, man, I'm going to let you guys know. Uh, the Nessatron the, the, the is uh, out of commission. We, we don't know when he's coming back exactly. I've been keeping you guys in the air. But I see the questions on the chat, obviously, and, uh, I know that you guys really want to know what's going on, but listen, the the champion is out of commission. He's not around right now, and uh, we're just gonna have to, uh, you know, hold it down, keep uh, talking his talk, and uh, yeah, man, making sure you guys got the platform, man. That's all I can say, and um, hopefully we, uh, you know, we move forward and we have uh, the skip back on sooner than later. Obviously, there's a couple of things that, you know, that are missing. But, uh, you know, we'll do our best to keep it going in his absence. We got, uh, yeah. Now, let's keep it moving, champies. All right. Let's talk. Let's keep talking the talk. He just said COVID-19. Chill, champ. We ain't talking about the COVID right now. Sam UK says nobody cares for the fight, so it's free. Death of pay-per-view. God dang. Alright, so Ugas versus Spence is on it's on free TV only? I don't know. I'm gonna have to check that out because uh Earl Spence Jr. obviously I would doubt that that's a that's a free fight, but you might be right, champ. Nah, I don't think you're right. Couldn't be. Earl Spence Jr. versus Ugas. Um I mean in twenty twenty two I don't know, champ. We would have to check that out and see what uh, exactly that that would be like. I, I, I don't think it's free. I don't really think it's free. Uh, maybe. Maybe. No. No, it's definitely not going to be for free, man. Come on. Ugas versus Earl Spence Jr. for free. You know we're not getting that for free. How much is that going to be, eh? It's approved. You know, it's ready to go. But um, definitely not going to be for free, champ. I don't think so. And, uh, you know, there'll probably be another, you know, a few other fighters in that card that, that'll that make up the card to be a decent card. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if it goes for free, champ. You're wishful thinking. You're wishful thinking, champy. All right, let's go to the next super chat. The one and only, the best dad ever. 
And he says, uh, people say Tank ain't a star. But after his fight, everybody was looking for his numbers and talking about him. Double laugh emoji. Haters love to see you lose. Hey, haters is going to be the haters, champ. You know? And I know you can do it, man. You got to, you got to. You got to just let them hate. Let them hate, champ. And um, so, yeah, Keith Thurman, Mario Barrios. We got a good one, man, in February. Uh, you know, we're looking forward to the 2022 schedule, obviously. <laughs> we're a couple of days away from, uh, f you know, finishing the 2021 calendar. So we're just pretty much covering a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And trying to see where we're going to land in uh, 2022 for boxing. So we got Keith Thurman. We got the heavyweight bout on January 1st, uh, which I hope, uh, you know, you guys have already kind of chilled out and said hey you know what maybe this is worth it because uh you know the fights the fights that we're gonna get uh just in the january alone uh, we're kicking off the calendar really big really really big and uh what else do we got here man we could talk a little bit about the heavyweights right i mean i won't get into the full card with Luis ortiz and charles martin since we've been kind of covering it as of late but um I mean, we could talk a little bit about Charles Martin, maybe. And uh, he talks about, you know, in, a, in one of these articles, how nego fight negotiations twice collapse. Says uh, Deontay Wilder lacks in a lot of areas, says Prince Charles Martin, who reveals how fight negotiations twice collapse. Collapse with who? Charles Martin? You know? Preparing to fight a Deontay Wilder? Say what? That's gotta be. I did you? I didn't hear about Say this. What? I didn't hear about uh, uh, Charles Martin preparing to uh, fight a Deontay Wilder. I wonder when that happened. But um, he's obviously talking about it. And uh, I don't know if I, you know, if, if that's a fight that we would have wanted. I mean. Is it a fight that we would have wanted? Charles Martin versus Deontay Wilder? I mean, he's given us... Deontay Wilder gave us the fights that we wanted, obviously. But uh, according to uh, your man Charles Martin, the, the two heavyweights were twice in talks to meet inside the ring in 2020. Until Wilder won an arbitration case leading to his trilogy clash against Tyson Fury. So uh, it, it was around that time in 2020 that there was talks of Charles Martin uh, fighting a Deontay Wilder. Wow. Martin Martin's making his comeback with Luis Ortiz then. This is an IBF eliminator with, uh, you know, it'll have ramifications for the world title. So he's put himself in a good position right now, Charles Martin. And, uh, I mean, he probably would have liked to have faced uh, Wilder, but I don't know how much luck he would have had, man. I mean, again, you know, Wilder's the guy that can finish you with one punch. And honestly, uh, Fury's been really the only guy that can really do anything. I mean, Luis Ortiz did do... He had his he had his moment in that second fight, I believe, or, or first fight, I might be mistaken, but he had his moment, Luis Ortiz. So, you know, who's to say that Charles Martin couldn't have had his but um it's a different style of boxing 
definitely a different style of boxing for him. Uh, Deontay Wilder and, and Charles Martin, the dynamics would have been a little different. Uh, he's a southpaw too, though, you know. It's interesting enough, Luis Ortiz and, and Charles Martin will be facing each other. It's not too often you get two southpaws, heavyweight southpaws at that. And, uh, you know, facing each other. And and we'll see how that turns out as far as dynamics for the fight. Uh, real quick, let me just switch over back to the Super Chat. Power to the people. TBV all day. And you got your mans in them. Danny Ramirez, Buenos Dias Campeón. He says the Fox card before the pay-per-view is fire too. You see that? The whole entire card, champ. The undercard is official. So, shout out to PBC, man. PBC gave us Christmas boxing. Gotta love it. And uh, I didn't cover the numbers on that too much, but man, I heard uh, Vito Milanecki uh, uh, versus... Uh, and look, I can't I can't even remember the guy that he fought's name, right? But obviously, Vito Milianeki did some numbers. Shout out to Jersey, man. Jersey, man. Jersey Jersey pulled in those numbers from the rock. Y'all hating. Vito Milianeki pulled in them numbers, champ. You ain't know who the Lomba was. You ain't know who the Lomba was, champy. But Video Millionecki Jr. made sure you got to know the Lomba. Shout out to Vito and the whole PBC card jersey. They did like two point, I don't know, two points, almost three million views or something like that. Shout out to the producer. I don't know if I'm chopping that number up, but it was a, it was a high number. And uh, people were betting against them. Don't throw, don't throw, why you gonna throw a show on Christmas? Oh, kids are opening up their presents. Oh. <laughs> they killed it, man. They killed it. Numbers were highest, high, soaring high. They did good, man. Definitely, definitely, definitely did good. They did their number. That's a, that's a lot of viewership, especially on Christmas Day. To this day. So let's go, champ. Uh, yeah, so Charles Martin talking his talk. I guess, uh, you know, his fight coming up. He's getting to open up a little bit. Let's see if he can do it. Let's see if he can do uh, some van damage with Luis Ortiz. You know, being a guy like Luis Ortiz puts him in great position. And, you know, honestly, I'm happy that this is an eliminator. Uh, it puts Luis Ortiz in a great situation, too, if he if he's able to get through uh, Charles Martin. And... Uh, you know, he's faced the champ twice. You know, he, he, he faced the boogeyman. Uh, Luis Ortiz had no problem facing Deontay Wilder. You got to give the guy credit, even though he's not as active as he should be. But you got to give him the credit. Whoa, Big Fish Vega, champ. I don't know whether they hit you with a triple, a killer, or an ultra. Let's go killer. Killer combo. Big Fish Vega hitting the killer combos on the bag in anticipation for Border World 14. Let's go, champ. He says, uh, eliminator between IBF number one and number 10. Boxing is crazy. Yes, it is, champ. I don't know how that happens, but <laughs> these sanctioning bodies got it covered, I guess, you know. Go away. Go back to the docks where you belong. What are you going to do? Sometimes it's, it's who's ready, man. 
sadly enough, who's ready? If you ain't ready, then <laughs> that opportunity just kind of passes you by, champ. It's not to happen. All right, as I get over this Colombian cold, like uh, S- Steve said, or the Samatron. Um, yeah, Bum Lufkin fights rescheduled to March or April. Candy Slim, yeah, man, uh, that fight between Triple G and Ryota Morota has been rescheduled. Obviously, the fucking Omicron variant is uh, screwing things up. So stay safe. Uh, you know, put your mask on and all that. Uh, while this uh, variant runs rampant. But yeah, it's screwing some things up. And uh, that fight is rescheduled. Uh, still excited to see Triple G back, man. You know, I've always been a huge Triple G f- fan. And uh, he's done a lot. Gordo Ace Bulldogs. Dan Gordin. I sound like Kaka, bro. Jeez. Everybody, please help me out with this uh, with this sound, man. If the sound is sounding crazy, let me know. Got to figure these things out. You know? So, just let me know. I want to see Triple G fight, though. I want to see him back in there. He, uh... He's, you know, he was one of my favorite fighters. He still is, you know? His approach to the fight game was always exciting, you know? Massive amount of knockouts, title defenses. You know, Triple G gave us a lot, man. Once he faced Canelo... You guys just kind of like forgot about him, you know. And then after Ivan Branchek, what was it, Ivan? Hope I'm saying the right name. I don't think it was Ivan Branchek. It was a uh, mother man. Or was it Ivan? Yeah, it was Ivan. Let me see. No, it wasn't Ivan Branchek. I always get Ivan Branchek mixed up with your man's uh, that fought Triple G. Why do I do that? He was, uh, well, I guess I'll. I'll check that out right now. But he, uh, you know, he was forgotten, man. You guys, guys are terrible. Guy loses one time. And you forget about him. And yes, Sergey Devichenko, you know, put the mittens on him. And you might have thought he uh, he won that fight. But, you know, it was ruled in favor of Triple G. So he's lost one time. 36 KOs. And yeah, he's already older. I think he's 37 years old. But for a guy that's had that much battles in his life, I mean, that's all he knows is war. He's definitely going to be, you know, he's definitely going to be coming back with a vengeance. You know, he's recouped. He's had time to rest. He's had time to maybe acclimate a little bit more to the training that he's been receiving as of late. And I think that he says, yes, there's a buzzing sound, Doomy. I don't know how the hell... I take care of that, champ. I mean, I really don't know. I hopefully I I uh, I help with the humming sound. Let me know, man. Cause uh, definitely don't want to be blowing up anybody's ears. Yeah. So, let me know, guys. Let me see. Do me. Your mic is buzzing. Yeah, you know what? They said that it might be a wire, or I don't know what it is. I, I rewired. I mean, I redid my whole setup. I think that um, the Tumatron just needs a mic, man, a different mic and stuff like that. You know, the budget the budget was slim and shit coming over here. <laughs> the Tumatron got, 
definitely got to upgrade this, man. Sorry, guys. If uh, yeah, A O B E Z. Yeah, I looked. At, I looked at that all yesterday, man. It says that sometimes it might be a loose wire, or maybe a loose connection. So I redid the, um, you know, the wiring and stuff like that. Plugged in, plugged out, and um, I don't know what it is, but I'll try to, you know, keep the tone baseline and play some ambient music in the background. Maybe I can, you know. Maybe I could play like, I don't know. I don't. What would I play? <laughs> Yo, you funny as hell, Chet. Let's go, Chet. Play some ambient music in the background. Twin, shout out to you, Chet. Yo, Ness Heyman, man. Ness Heyman, man. Ness Heyman will be, uh, you know, he'll probably be with us in a in a week. So. Uh, Ness Heyman. Let's hope for the best. Let's hope that it's earlier, but right about now. Uh, yeah, Ryan, that's been that's been like that for a long time. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, man, it's been like that for a long time, man. But uh, God is good, and uh, you know, hopefully things are changing now. Uh, well, I would really like them to change. But yeah, Ryan, um, we'll see, man. I'm I'm I'm, gonna, I'm definitely gonna uh, be able to get some new. Oh, matter of fact, we'll probably be, you know, you guys will probably be seeing me in studio pretty soon. Uh, I'll be traveling back to uh, Las Vegas on the 30th, so I'm going to keep this thing going. So if you don't catch the Doomatron with a buzzing, fudging microphone here, you're going to be catching me in studio in a professional setting, no buzzing. Um, so, uh, yeah, look forward to that, guys. You know, we'll be, we'll be going live from a, a professional studio pretty soon. Um, if the skip ain't with me, he'll be with me in spirit, I guess, and uh, hopefully soon enough. But uh, yeah, probably within the next week, um, I'll definitely be uh, in a studio setting. And who knows? We'll probably see if we go live from that in studio setting. See if we can have some guests on. Um, while you know, the skipperoni handles his handle and uh, sails back to to home base. Yeah, Sam UK. No, Ness would not fix my mic. <laughs> Sam, he would not. He, he he hasn't been able to fix my mic for forever. No, Ness. What Ness needed to do is maybe uh, uh, you know, send one of his old mics or something that's better than this one. But it's all good, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna handle it. You know, things happen the way they happen. This is just a situation for me to kind of look at what I had going. I know you guys know that I you know I have my own channel, Alex Doomsday Linus. Go make sure you subscribe. Help out the champ to get to those thousand subscribers so I can turn it up and uh you know get better equipment and uh make things happen uh, a lot cleaner. Because uh, I, I don't like I trust me, I'm a I'm a stickler for this sound stuff too. So uh yeah, Doomer, you're going to be in Vegas for Thurman and Barters. That's going to be in February, but uh, who knows, bro. I probably will be there. Uh, the landscape has changed. Teamed up. Teamed up with Five Stars TV. Shout out to Five Stars TV, man. Um, doing big things, man. We got a lot of things that we haven't fully announced to you guys. Uh, but the Doomatron's activated, and uh, I'm ready to go. So let's go. Only insecure dudes say pause. <laughs> Shut out the earth. CS Soldier says, yeah, Doomy, you close to that mic. Pause. Call him pause. 
All right, I'll stick away from it. Usually, I'm all up in it because, you know, <coughs> excuse me, the sound sometimes isn't that good. I can't wait, guys. This thing's about to change big time. I'm telling you, we're going to be in studio. Uh, we're going to have uh, some good, good people around us. Um, we're going to be able to have guests on in studio. So things are going to look good, man. This is just the, the this is like the paint, the grow, not the grow, the, the transitioning pains with, with Doobie right now with this damn buzzing microphone. But either or, I, I'm getting some new equipment just so that I can step up the game, make sure I'm bringing y'all that clear content that's not going to annoy you. Uh, yeah, Samatron, man. Shout out to Mario, man. Mario, if you're listening, man. Uh, hope you're doing all right. Marioski. I heard he was a little under the weather. So uh, I'm going to send Marioski this uh, mushroom. I feel better, champ. All right. So let's switch it over to real quick. Back to Triple G. And then we'll go ahead and talk some more boxing. So I'll finish it off with this, man. Triple G, Rota Marota, rescheduled. Uh, but, you know, it's fight still in play. It will happen. We'll get to see Triple G come back. And uh, we'll know if he's uh, coming back to stay and give us a few more good fights. Or we'll know if Rota Marota, Toyota, shout out to Rota Marota, no pun intended. Um, he'll definitely... Um, He'll definitely be uh, uh, a com a competitor, but I don't know if he'll be able to finish Triple G or or even win a decision, man. Triple G should be coming back a killer, you know, refreshed, ready to go. That's my hopes. I don't know if it happens like that, right? But that's my hopes. Rudy Tupapi. What up, champ? Every time I say that name, shit, you got me laughing over here. Doomy, who are your favorite fighters now? Shit, who are the who are my favorite fighters now? Hmm, Jake Paul. No, just kidding. <laughs> who are my favorite fighters? Damn, uh, Canelo's definitely my favorite fighter. Uh, you know, I gotta give Canelo the props, champ. You know, stupendous. There's no way around that one. Um, Terence Bud Crawford. Gotta give him that. All day, all day for Terence uh, Terence Crawford. Um, Earl Spence, man. I mean, the top guys, bro. I mean, I'm not gonna go too far down. I mean, maybe in the lower weight classes, I'll probably uh be a little different for me, right? Because I'm not as familiar. But you got Shakur Stevenson, definitely one of my favorite fighters. And you know, it's crazy that he's so young and he's at the top of a lot of people's list as favorite fighters and abilities as a fighter. He's he's one of the top guys. Shakur Stevenson, Josie Stand Up, Newark. Big city, uh, got a rep, got a rep, and uh, I mean Vasily Machenko, champ. I know there's a lot of haters out there. Uh, I know the Loch Ness monster doesn't always, uh, you know, give Lomachenko his props. Probably because they're always trying to take that lost off on the telecast when Top Rank has some fight show, and they always kind of, you know, forget that he's lost to Salido, but. I got to give Lomachenko um, and Javante Davis. Javante Davis, definitely. Hey, the question with Javante Davis is obviously that you want him in there with guys that are that are just as competitive with him. And I think that's where the boxing fans and the boxing universe is kind of like focused now on, on guys that are really going to, uh, you know, take that risk. 
I think that the time of nourishment for these young fighters is kind of coming up to a to a, you know to an end. I think that the nourishing part of their careers is it's already done with. I think now it's it's when these heads start you know headbutting into each other. Some of these heads are gonna are gonna, are gonna clash, Ram style. So now some of these young fighters are gonna have to fight their peers in the competition. And uh, we'll get to see a lot of that in 2022, I believe. Shakur Stevenson versus Chris Colbert is one of the fights that, you know, uh, organically kind of set in motion here on the Boxing Voice. Uh, shout out to Shakur and Chris being on the program. And uh, they got a little bit loose and, uh, you know, maybe maybe they want to fight. And I'm telling you, that fight will make, make money. A lot of people will tune into that fight. That's a that's a heavy that's a championship fight that a lot of people will tune in. And I think that the demographics that they'll pull in too would be amazing. I mean, they're probably not Jake Paul style, you know, influencers and all that stuff, but I, I'm pretty sure that, you know, these two young men would garner in some young eyes, fresh new eyes in the sport, you know. They represent that, that new era. Let's go, Campeonato. Uh, let's go back to the Super Chat. You see who's uh, who's on there. You know, the Super Chat. The few, the proud. The many. No, the few. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Let me see. Okay. Toyota Morota might stop Triple G. He lost dirt fight. Yeah, I know. C-Dub. I know you're judging my boy real hard. Triple G lost. That's it. He got beat by Dervichenko. Nah, champ. You never know what was going on, man. Triple G never made excuses, too. R. Stokes, man. Shout out to you, champ. Bless up. Um, I'm going to change my name to Doomy. <laughs> Rudy Tupapi, you killing me. Uh, Ken Stone on the Super Chat says, Who you got, Connor Brook, fight of the century? Well, damn. He said, right. he said, fight of the century. All right, all right, all right. If you say so, champy. It's like, nah, let me stop, Ken. Yeah, man, who I got, Con or Brook? Yo, I got Con, man. It's a catch weight, right? Isn't it like a 149 or something? Yeah. I got Con. Con's looking real mean, man. He's out there at the T Bud Crawford camp. You know, these guys don't play no games. Con, Con you know, Con's smart. You know, why not go train in the camp of the, if not the, one of the most dangerous fighters on the planet? You know, of course he went over there. I'm 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 champing up with Khan, man. I'm champing up with Khan. Khan is definitely a uh, focus for this one. Even though Brooke is a dog, Brooke is able to uh, time and time again find it within himself to come out. And, and put on a performance against some competitive guys that, man, it just, you know, it, it definitely gives you an insight into where Kell Brooks stands as a fighter, bro. This guy's got adamantium plates on his eyes, and, you know, this guy's, uh, 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 he's the real deal. I mean, he's gotten paid pretty well, some of these fights that he's uh, had in the last two or three fights. But Kell Brook is, uh, you know, he wants, he, he, wants, he wants that fight. He has something to prove. Feels like he can really take uh, Khan out, and uh, I know you've seen the sit downs between these two guys. These it's just hilarious. Shout out to the UK man. I'm not gonna say it's the accent, but uh, you guys sound so polite, but at the same time, sound so dangerous and shit. 
<laughs> oh man, they were getting at each other, man. They were getting at each other. Khan and Khan, I didn't know Khan was really that fiery. I thought he was more like, yeah, you know, more appropriate and uh, you know, it was civil. Nah, man, Khan was letting him have it at those sit downs. He's like, I see you're nervous. You're nervous. Kel Brooks is sitting there trying to convince him that he's not. Oh no, it's good. Yeah, I'm excited about this fight too, man. You know, not every not every not every fight that's exciting needs to be a championship fight. You know, sometimes you get two guys that just brew up to something real special. You know, these two guys right now are really, really, you know, uh, ready for 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 a fight. And uh, some say that this is a fight that's been long time coming too. You know, has been waiting for this fight. But, you know, we'll see. Khan only been killed once in his life by one punch. Yeah, Canelo and Spence pound for pound one and two. 65K, but, uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Because um, it might just be non-digital buys. You know, Tyrone Willie, Jake Paul, remember, did uh, about 400 between 480 and 500, I think, last fight. It might have been a little lower. Uh, but between four and 500K. So, you know, that would be a significant drop. And I don't believe it. So, that's how I am. I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay open with that number. You know, not going to, I'm not going to go ahead and fall on the sword on that 65K. Um, so, Paul Willie did more pay-per-views than Tank Cruz. Hi, man. Shout out to you, champ. But what do you mean? I thought uh, tanks did like a hundred or something like that. So I don't think that it would be uh, more. It would be less. Which I still think again, it ain't it ain't a number. The Main Street Company. What what's up, Doug? You coming in with some MMA? You know, you know, if Ness was here, he'd he'd, he'd be screaming blasphemy and shit. Yeah, Pena versus Nunez too. Yeah, they they that's gonna be a hell of a fight. Uh, okay, so let's move forward, champies. Let's move forward. Talked a little bit about Khan. Talk about Keith Thurman. Obviously, he has the uh, the card in February. We're light. We're light. It's the end of the year. Uh, and our next uh, card is going to be uh, on the 1st of January on the heavyweight card. So make sure you guys stay tuned to that. I'll be definitely staying tuned in tune with you guys, regardless if uh, the Loch Ness Monster is not around. Um, but he will be. <coughs> Soon enough, man. Uh, Loch Ness will be out and about pretty soon. We just got to stay hopeful and uh, keep talking this boxing talk. What else can we say about today, this morning? I know you guys are on the power hour. With the Dumatron, this is what I'm doing. I don't want to keep kicking your ears in with uh, this buzzing sound on the microphone. So I'm just going to keep checking my shit. I ordered some new stuff, so hopefully it'll be here sooner than later. If not, you'll definitely be catching me in studio in Las Vegas uh, doing the show from there. And uh, all I can hope for is that the Nessatron is available uh, with me if not you know we'll keep it going we'll keep it flowing we'll see if we get some um, interviews going you know the Dumatron's doing everything by himself uh, looks as though like uh, the universe the boxing universe closed out a bit uh, you know and, and, and I'm not I'm not really seeing the uh, the action that I was seeing you know what I'm saying so 
shout out to everybody that, that did reach out to me and uh trying to keep things going shout out to uh all y'all man i appreciate it but um yeah it looks like we'll close out with some earl spence jr talk obviously he's uh gonna be fighting your dennis ugas in a three belt welterweight title unification and uh it'll happen in the first quarter of 2022 so we got some interesting things happening in the first quarter uh, things that I think will uh, kind of give us uh, uh, a look into the landscape of what's going to be going on in the welterweight division. So uh, Earl Spence Jr. versus Ugas. Uh, we don't have an exact date, obviously. Um, you got your man's uh, Imantas Staniones. He's going to be waiting as a mandatory challenger. Uh, well, he stepped aside, so the WBA president, Gilbert Mendoza, has confirmed that, that obviously, the, the Spence Ugas is approved. I don't know who he fights. Uh, he'll face Radzab Butayev. Okay. So that's what is expected now, you know. You take that side money, but now you got to face Radzab Butayev. I mean, it's a good fight also. I really liked Stan Gnosis, man. He's a cool kid. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty cool interview. And uh, he's been laying, he's been laying around in the in the in the murky waters, waiting to hunt. So you know, seeing him against Radas Butayev will uh, probably guarantee him a WBA title shot in the future. I don't know if it's right after. I'll tell you that. You know, you step aside, you're definitely giving room for a whole bunch of other things that could be unexpected. But we'll we'll definitely be getting that in the first quarter. Obviously, the ultimate fight that we want is uh, Terrence Crawford versus Spence. And, um, you know, this fight will dictate what, 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 what happens moving forward, man. Ugas has a pretty good shot. You know, the thing is with Ugas is that uh, a lot of people feel like, uh, and I think I, that's been like uh, the norm. You know, they think that he's kind of just, you know, he's just lingering around. He doesn't really belong. But, like, this guy's beating your guys, you know. He's, be he's beating the guys he needs to beat. And uh, I think that right now he's in prime position right now. Prime position. This is the position that he wanted. He wanted this Spence fight a long time ago, and he's finally got it. So I'm really happy for your Dennis Ugas. Shout out to the Cuban community. Uh, you know, you got the shot. You got the shot. And I don't think he'll disappoint, but it's a very dangerous fight, obviously, with Earl Spence Jr., uh, our worries are always that Earl's 100%. Um, after the accident, he showed us that he's still a dog, that he's still able to, you know, get in there and trade and, and really push the pace. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of question marks right now around that. There's a lot of questions around that. And uh, we got to just hope for the best so that we get a, a, a Earl Spence that's 100%. And it's going to be a hell of a fight. Fox pay-per-view. I know, I know. We're paying every month. We got to budget this stuff out, right? We got to complain about the ones we got to complain about, but I don't think this is one of them. And uh, you know, this this will this will this will dictate whether or not Spence versus Terence Crawford uh, fight will happen, and when it will happen. Three belts, yeah. Three belt holder. If Spence wins. This uh, this would leave out Crawford's uh, WBO title, and that's it. This is for all the marbles, champ, in 2022. Can your Dennis Ugas upset 
this uh, clash of titans that we've been waiting for? I don't know. But what I do know is that I appreciate everybody that tuned in this morning. And, uh, uh, you know, I would go to callers, but uh, I don't know if there's any callers around. Listen, I'm going to call the callers right now. Anybody on the uh, Skype that wants to go ahead and chime in before we close out, you could chime in now. Um, you could call me, obviously, on the Skype, Alex. That's A L E X Linez, L A I N E Z on Skype. And uh, if there's anybody on there that wants to say their piece on any of the topics that we covered, whether it be uh, Jake's Paul's uh, $65,000 uh, 65, buys, pay per view buys, is it true? Is it not? Is it hateration going on? You let me know. Uh, we talked a bit about Keith Thurman and his return, uh, how he's looking, what he feels as far as uh, you know what Crawford was able to do to Porter, and a little bit more about the landscape of the welterweight division, where he sees himself fit. And um, obviously, we got uh, you know the Earl Spence Regina's Ugas approved by the WBA, and now is expected in the early uh, 2022 calendar. So yeah, anybody on the on the calls? If not, I'm gonna be tuning out. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. You were here with the Dumatron on the Power Hour this morning. Let's go, champ! Make sure you hit that uh, like button. Brings more visibility to the show. Definitely hit a uh, the subscribe button if you like what you were listening to and you want to know when we're going live. Hit that notification bell because if it ain't shaking, you ain't baking with us every morning or any other time we go live here on the boxing voice uh i'll keep you guys posted um definitely be coming back for another one later on tonight and uh, it looks like coach myers is joining all right let's see all right coach myers what up champ you are are you there campeonato Coach Myers, don't make me hit you with the with the Michael Myers, champ. Where you at? That's right. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear Coach Myers on the line. Cheap with the Dumatron. Going what? on, Doom. You already know, champ. I'm out here. I'm out here holding it down. TBV in the morning while you get your cup of coffee ready. Or T if you're in the UK, but what's going on, man? What you got? What you got to say, man? You got Jake Paul flopping, or supposedly, and then you got a couple other topics we covered, man. But what I you mean, got to Jake say? Paul, I mean, you gotta be, you gotta be honest. You gotta keep the same energy. Um, he flopped. I mean, if they want to say Crawford flopped, then we gotta say Jake Paul flopped. No matter how many Instagram followers, Twitter followers, all that, he flopped. You know, so obviously people wasn't buying into the whole thing of him being. A, well, I don't know. I don't think that Woodley was a good appeal, and uh, people probably not just buying into what he's uh, selling anymore. I mean, it was a flop at the end of the day. Damn! So it's a floppy. Yeah, you got to call it a flop. They called Terrence Crawford a flop. You know what I mean? What is uh, I want to say postal numbers or whatnot? Then you got to say Jake Paul. Uh, on you know with all his fans, Twitter followers, he, that was a flop. Definitely got to say that was a that was a flop for Jake Paul. That was a flop for Showtime. 
<laughs> Alright, so if you say it's a flop, so what do you say if it's on if it's only non-digital buys? Because that that's one of the I'm not gonna say excuses, but that's one of the things that they're saying that it's 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 just non-digital. I mean, but ain't that the type of talk that people say when the numbers are not doing good? You know, they, they don't say, well, hey, the, the pay-per-view buys are you know two hundred and fifty thousand. Period. No, if the numbers are not good, they'll say, well, this is just, you know, digital or this is just, you know, all oh, the numbers are not calculated yet. You know, we know that talk already. You know, like we've been following boxing long enough to know when they're, you know, just trying to pull our strings and just talk and, you know, keep the conversation going. But the truth is, it flopped at the end of the day. You know? So what do you think the future is for, for, for Jake Pauly? How does he How does he get these numbers back up? Do you think that this was something that was already in play, like as far as a down a downward spiral for him, or, or where, how does he get these numbers back up if these are true numbers? Well, I mean, I think everybody's done with the uh, celebrity boxing type thing, UFC fighting fighter type thing. Like I think that's like gone now. So I think like people are like wanting him to fight somebody. An actual boxer now, you know, I've seen different blogs and whatnot say it's time for him to step up if he wants to be considered, you know, a boxer, boxer. Now, his pay-per-view sales ain't reflecting all the people that was there, and I'm pretty sure they generated millions of dollars there, but obviously it's not reflecting pay-per-view, but he's probably, I mean, he's going to have to fight somebody, an actual boxer, you know, Conor Ben type. I like I don't know a Connor real boxer. Ben, holy shit! <laughs> I get it though, man. People want to see him fight a, a a real fighter, a real boxer. Let's see if that really happens. I don't. Uh, he keeps challenging these guys in the MMA world. He's got George Masvidal. He got he has Nate Diaz. I don't know how long this lasts for him, but yeah, you're right. People are getting tired of seeing uh, 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 him fight the regular MMA guys. So. Shout out to you, Coach Myers, on the Skype call. Let's go, champ. Thank you. Appreciate you, Dubin. Champ. Yeah, move him out of here. <laughs> he said, move him out of here. All right. Anybody else uh, that might have uh, um, wanted to call in before I close out? You know, this is how we're doing it for now. But... Uh, Definitely, man. Anybody that wants to call in, say their piece this morning on some of the topics that we covered, you're more than welcome to. Jake Paul, 65,000 pay-per-view buys. Is it the total? Is it non-digital? What is that? Is it a scary number? Does it tell us a tale that maybe Jake Paul's on his way down? Or maybe it's just the haters, you know, reporting the early numbers that really don't reflect the total number. I don't know. What do you think? And uh, obviously, we talked about Keith Thurman's return in February and how he feels about some of the uh, things that have been going on in the welterweight division as far as uh, Terrence Crawford versus Porter and the way that uh, Terrence was able to finish that fight. And uh, obviously, we got the heavyweight card coming up soon, too. That's going to be our Saturday play. So stay tuned for the Saturday live fight chat. We're definitely going to be going live, and uh, whether or not is in um, Las Vegas, I'll let you guys know by tonight. I'll be coming back for another show later on today, if possible. 
with some more news because there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, you got Andy Ruiz and Robert Hellenius uh, that might be fighting next. You know, the arbitration and, and the negotiation right now going on. Uh, Frank Warren says that, uh, you know, Tyson Fury is not going to stay idle. If you can't make the fight happen with Dillian White, they're definitely going to be going another route. So we'll be coming back to that later on today. Talk a little bit more boxing. This was the morning power hour here with the Doomatron. Alex Doomsday Lines. You can catch me on IG. Alex underscore Doomsday underscore L-A-I-N-E-Z on IG. You catch me on Twitter. Alex Linus TBV. So stay tuned. Hit that notification bell, subscribe button, and if you're interested in the memberships, hit that join button so that you can go check out the three membership tiers that we got. Pretty fun, exclusive content per tier. You get to use the emojis and the badge icons will be posted along your name on the chat. Just one of the few things that you can uh, take advantage of here on the Boxing Voice. But before I go, let me just make sure that we got all the super chats in. Never leave a man behind. Everybody have a blessed day. I think that we've uh, taken care of the business. Oh, no. We got a couple of more. Let's go, champ. Okay. So, Danny Ramirez says, Josecito versus Abel Ramos, fight of the year, 2022 war. Hell yeah, Danny. Esa la estamos esperando, bro. We're waiting for that one. That one's going to be a good fight. You know, this is what I'm saying. Uh, it doesn't have to be a championship fight to get some good, good fights, man. The hardcores and people that love the, the, the sport. At its core and its intimacy, man, know that the, this fight is going to be a burner. So, shout out to you, Danny. Victor Banuelos says, Orale, Dumi, thank you for holding it down. Ese. Aquí estamos, ahí, controlando, champ. Ahí, gracias por la, por la palmada en la espalda, champi. All right, I think we took care of business. All the super chats are in. Let's go, champ. Uh, again, guys. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe button, and notification bell. Three clicks real quick. Triple combo. Let's go, champ. Y'all know what the triple combo is. Stop acting like y'all never hit a bag. Let's go. Triple combo. And I'm over and out. This is the Doomatron. Cheers. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.